Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with another episode of the Video Game Podcast with myself, Meta Abe, and Hell Pockets. And uh, we've had a little bit of a hiatus and back with so much news that has happened and events that have happened over the course of that time. And uh, I don't know, Chris, I'm pretty excited to be able to un what is it, uncover all this information and talk about it. I feel like um, we could have picked any week and there would be something to talk about. That is how insane this news cycle has been since yeah. basically the announcement of the release dates for the P- PlayStation 5 and the Xbox series. Uh, there just hasn't been a week where there hasn't either been a bombshell uh, or something got revealed or mm-hmm. something leaked. or and this, and this week, it all happened. All three of those things happened. Yeah, man, it's a dream for influencers out there. It's printing money. Uh, easy money in the video game industry influencer category. Which uh, I, I have to, uh, we have to, we have to tell the people, Abe, that we <laughs> unfortunately are not among the influencer elite. We have to get this out of the way. We do not have a PS5. They did not, I guess ours got lost in the mail or something. I definitely sent something to Sony, Yeah, you know, with the box of cookies saying, hey, bros. Like, we really appreciate what you're trying to do for us, uh-huh. but I think you might have typoed the address. Yeah, I linked a bunch of people from uh, Bandai Namco and uh, SNK, even though they probably don't remember who I am. But I worked with them, so I feel like it's only justified. Oh, you, you know, it's just... It's justified, you know? A hundred percent is justified. You know, you've been on official channels. You are a trustworthy exactly. individual in the industry. And you can't say that about all the people. You can't say that about everybody who has the opportunity to receive uh, wonderful things like a advanced release of a PS5 or, in some cases, an advanced release of a game. Not everybody is trustworthy as you or I. No, which is crazy, um, especially since we've been so good about embargoes and any types of NDAs, and then we get stuff getting posted on Twitter, breaking those embargoes and NDAs, and I'm just sitting here like, you could have had us, man. We are people of color, too. You know, we have the diversity going for us. We know when we fucked up. Yeah, dude. Come on, man. It's not a mystery. You guys could have had us. Is all I'm saying. Uh, you know, SNK influencers didn't didn't it didn't get us in there. But um, maybe in the future, some wrongs will be righted. You know, possibly. You know, maybe we'll actually get a crack at KOF 15. <laughs> but you're talking about the uh, the the embargoes and the the breaking of the embargoes. And I gotta say, like, I didn't even know some of these things that we were seeing today were breaking embargo. But in retrospect, they, it actually makes perfect sense. Yeah, like, especially that that video you showed me of the uh, Miles Morales edition of Spider-Man and the loading time. And yeah. I'm like, why didn't that dude just record that shit directly? Dude, so you know what's so funny about that is I also didn't even consider it breaking any embargoes or NDAs just because I was like, oh, sweet. I just saw the video and I was like, awesome. The load times are f- amazing. And then another person that I follow on Twitter uh, they said, wow, somebody broke uh, embargo on NDA. And I didn't even put two and two together until somebody in the comment thread was like, oh, you're talking about the Miles Morales video. And I was oh, like, no. <laughs> I was like, I just saw that. I was like, I don't know, man. I, don't, I mean, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That is breaking embargo for sure. Um, but I fucking thought he was slick, too, because he was recording on his phone yeah. instead of just direct capturing it. Like, like any influencer worth his salt would have a direct capture like a device either in their home or on hand when they're working with a brand new piece of equipment because uh-huh. you and i both know firsthand that's one of the things they tell you to bring to that shit is capture equipment because we're not going to hook you up with that exactly and the other thing is is this dude was like responding in the comments and giving details about what's going on with the ps5 yes, sir uh it's crazy, bro. It's you know we've had our experiences with other people breaking NDA and embargoes and our stuff that we deal with, and man, this is one of those things where this person could not wait. You could tell that uh, the steam was breaking through the pipes, bro. And it's got. I have had enough. You guys need to see the greatness 
of Miles I'm Morales. About to bust. <laughs> on PS5. You guys gotta see this. And you know what? I understand after I saw the video. Cause bro, I'm ready. I'm ready for the future. You know what I mean? Sick. I'm that ready for dope. the future. Like everything we saw from the Miles Morales uh update. It made me want to buy the game, 100%. I have not touched Insomniac's uh, Spider-Man game, but seeing the the suit, which I hope was not breaking NDA. Oh, no, 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 no. That, 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 that was that, official. That right? was an official announcement that um, they made a suit that was from the animated movie into the Spider-Verse, which, man, I, this is why you need to play the original Spider-Man, because, bro, there's just so many awesome suits in there, so much fan service. It's such an amazing game, and it's a crime that you have not played that. But this, history, you know the, these people that listen to this podcast need to know, in case they haven't already, they haven't already listened to the past episodes. You are a PC guy, and it is what it is. If they make that game on PC, They're I not. Mean, they're I'm not saying, dude, that they had the opportunity to do it. I might have had my hands on it already. But seeing it on, seeing that suit and the way it performs, just yeah. like the Into the Spider First movie, mm-hmm. animation wise, yeah. I was impressed, and I thought to myself, this is, this is something I want to get behind because obviously the people making this game really care about this product and they care about the IP, and I trust them. The fact that they would add that little nuance to the suit. Because they could have easily just added the suit and changed nothing else, right? Um, but they actually changed the way the character moves. The drop frames. Which, in theory, is actually not that great. <laughs> right, time, right, right, right. At the same time, it was still pretty cool that they paid homage to it in that way. And I'm totally willing to see it as creative license. Artistic integrity. Yeah, in the original Spider-Man, they... Um they had the Spider-Man movie outfit from uh, the Tobey Maguire movie. And yeah. and they had some of the costumes from, like, the Avengers and the uh, Homecoming um, movie as well. Sick. So, I mean, th- that game, uh, if you guys haven't played it, it's pretty damn cheap right now. Um, get it. It's worth your time. It's a classic game, and you're going to have a lot of fun. Um, but anyways, yeah, they did break embargo. And one of the things that we've been really excited about is just performance wise. Like how's, how are games going to perform on next gen, right? We haven't seen a lot for the PS5. We've seen a bunch of stuff breaking down Xbox series X, uh, backwards compatibility. Um, and the performance, uh, related to that. Yeah, exactly. And it's just we have we we've gotten such so little information and visual stuff from PS5. Very curated videos from them, um, and not so much from. I mean, they had unboxing videos, you know. Like, I mean, I don't care, bro. I thought they were gonna turn it on or something, you know. You talking about when they actually took the motherfucker apart? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. The influencers actually took it out of the box, like. Oh. Like all the influencers that got PS5s, they took it out of the box. They did the same thing with Xbox Series X, but you know we've already seen so much with Xbox Series X. Um, that, yeah, usually the unboxing part of the Xbox Series X videos were just like the prequel to them showing us how the backwards com- compatibility functioned with the Series X, which was so impressive. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, with the PS5, they're showing us what this thing looks like on the inside. I'm like, man, I don't give a shit about that. Like I built my own PCs. This shit does not impress me, bro. Which actually gets me to thinking, right? Because an unboxing video of a PS5 right now probably nets you some pretty hefty views, right? I'm sure, because they're probably hoping you might slip in a few previews of, like, you know, footage. (laughs) That's literally the only thing we haven't seen is real footage of shit that hasn't been controlled by Sony with itself. And so I think what happened here was some of those guys who got the PS5 for unboxing reasons uh-huh. uh, decided that they yeah, what's a little harm in you know showing people how it looks like you know what when I turn the motherfucker on right <laughs> I mean might as well I got it here I've been playing 
was it Astrobot, which is the only game they're allowed to preview at this point. They're like, <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been here playing this game, but I mean, I got Miles Morales right here, bro. Like, why don't you I let mean, me show it off? You know I what mean, saying? your job is to be a streamer, and you're thinking like, dude, I got to compete with so many people. Oh, By yeah. the time I've that this there. embargo lifts, yep. I have to be like such a winning personality. Is my personality that magnetic? No. Am I that <laughs> attractive of a person that I can just hit the start button on the stream at the same time as Maximilian and take all his viewers? Yeah, dude, that's all it takes, man, is just, you know, jumping ahead. And I'm pretty sure you're going to maintain those viewers. If things aren't going to change. Um, you're gonna Your career is going to lift off in the game industry. Um, they can't take it away from them, right? It's not like they can take back the PS5 now. No, that clout is permanent. That that yeah. uh, mission accomplished on the clout chasing, you did it, bro. <laughs> yeah, because I'm gu guaranteed they had to delete the tweet, but the information is out there right now. Yeah, and they've got they've got some numbers behind it now. They've got some people saying you're my homie. That's the homie now. Yeah, I mean, for La Raza, you, you know, you, <laughs> La Raza. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but I was also thinking about the other influencers and how they're probably pissed that this dude's like, hey, man, oh, you're oh. fucking up my money. <laughs> you know, you cannot be doing this. I got videos I got to put out to and they're lit as fuck. And I was supposed to be one of the first people to break this down. And you're screwing it up, man. I tell you what, dude, I won't be surprised if in 10 years fucking influencers start disappearing mysteriously. <sighs> You know, they go to these industry parties, and all of a sudden, you never hear from them again. I mean, how many times does a PS5 get released, too? This is probably going to be the most amount of views they get in the next five years, likely. Yes, you sir. Know? Yes, sir. Because I, don't, I guarantee you that if the things that happen with the PS5 uh, are as monumental as we've been making them out to be, yeah. I honestly don't think, a, a, like, well, this, this is getting a little ahead of ourselves, obviously, but a PlayStation 6. Mm -hmm. Unless the damn thing's a fucking PC, I don't think it's going to matter. This is literally the fork in the road for consoles in the future. There's not a lot of other things that it can do beyond just becoming a PC and keeping up with the PC brands. Yep, I mean, pretty much. And if, you know what, man, I, I think maybe the reason that this embargo was broken. Let's look on a little more optimistic side. Maybe this person that broke the embargo was like, there's been too much bad news in video games news lately. You know, video it's games possible. are uh, like there's been delays up the ass. One of my favorite games of all time, Halo, just keeps getting bad press. Oh, it's my like, God. I've I've had enough and I need to put out something positive. Here's something from Miles Morales, something that's not delayed. That's coming out on the PS5. You know. You're probably I, I I half believe that, yeah. but I also half believe that. What if this was like a a pre-planned thing on a not necessarily Sony of Japan, but a Sony Entertainment exec say, you know what, we're just gonna leak our own shit because everybody keeps telling us you should do what Microsoft is doing and release consoles to the players and let them just preview the stuff right in front of everybody, you know, full transparency. And Sony's like, we don't have a word for that in our business transparency <laughs> you're talking about the thing we fucking do our meetings on no we're not gonna do that yeah so what I if mean, they just said hey if you happen to what if they said to one of these influencers if you happen to show anything from the game don't think of it as the end of the world i you know? doubt it i highly doubt that bro <laughs> like i'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to this shit though because i'm like this, these dudes had i mean Obviously, they knew. And they were like, fuck it. This is more important. We're not talking about just video games here. We're talking about the future of humankind, assuming we ever get out of pandemic. So you mean to tell me that Skateboard Kid 69 is really the martyr for the future? I mean, there had to be a fall guy. Yeah. Well, we weren't going to receive progress without blood and flesh. <laughs> well, I think... Maybe we can jump on this conspiracy theory and we can segue into the fact that uh, there has been um, news about a few delays of some pretty big games. And one of them is one of the games that you, late, or not lately, but over the past year haven't been able to shut up about. And that is Cyberpunk 
2077, which has been delayed. I I wish I had I looked up the, the stats time. on this, for but the fourth time I think, man. <laughs> yes, and delayed literally what a week or two weeks. Wait, a month. See. A, a mo- month. No, no. I mean, when was it getting released? It was getting released. Um, oh, I think it was going to get released in a couple weeks, actually. Like so, maybe weeks ahead of the release, it gets delayed a month, basically. Not only weeks ahead of the release, but a week after it announced it had gone gold. And we had discussions about this on social media with all sorts of randoms who had different opinions about it. One particular random told me, this is why I don't trust the gaming industry. This is why I don't trust social gaming, social media, because until the game's in my hand, I don't believe shit. And I'm like, dude, okay. I I don't, I don't disagree with that until the game's in my hand. I, I literally can't tell you what it's like, but the, the 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 damn development company said it was gold. It was done, and they delayed it afterwards. This is unprecedented. Yeah, I have never in my life heard of a game going gold and then being delayed for a month. Like maybe being delayed in shipment. Maybe there was a shipment delay. Maybe there was a problem with the publisher. But at the development company, they discovered something at the end of the development cycle that required another month of development to rectify? Unheard of! Yeah, that is a pretty unprecedented thing that happened. Um, you got to think. There, there's, so, uh, there's so many things that uh, this affects, so, so many ramifications of, like, you got to think about, like, advertisers, Right. And, oh boy! Uh, advertisers, and then um, we were just talking about influencers as well. Some guy put up a tweet about like, oh how dare! Oh, you're the one that tweeted it out. You retweeted it, or you, or you quote tweeted it. But this guy was talking about how he took the day off to cover the game or yes, whatever. Dude. And he is not the only one. People laughed at that dude, but he's definitely not the only one that did that. I would imagine influencers were ready. To cover this game as well as games media. And now that is going to be a thing they're going to have to readjust as well as advertisers where there's actual money involved. And so. we're not talking about just like, you know, game. Because let's, let's, let's be honest. Cyberpunk is getting money from companies that we don't normally see interacting with the gaming industry. Right. Like they got fucking Porsche on board. Porsche has to hit the brakes on their plans. No pun intended. They're, dude, I'm going to tell you what. They're not going to hit the brakes on their plan. Hell no, that, that car's coming out. <laughs> that plan is happening. The same thing as all these advertisements that they've been putting out and ramping up. I've seen Keanu Reeves so many times in these commercials when I was watching the World Series for the Dodgers and when they won. You know how many times I saw Keanu Reeves, bro? It's too late to fucking hit the stop button on that. And you know they're not going to get him back because next thing he's working on, the fucking Matrix revival. Nope. <laughs> He's gone after December. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. it. Whew. So close to release date. I've never seen this before. Uh, it's unprecedented. It went gold, and now that changed the meaning of what going gold was because that is usually the standard for this game is coming out, it's ready to go, and nothing is stopping. The baby's coming out, and you can't stop it. Oh, boy. Tell me about it. <laughs> Um, but it was stopped. <laughs> stopped. And it wasn't just stopped by a third party. It was stopped by the creators. And mm-hmm. it, it, you're right. You're 100% on the mark. The problem with this is the fact that a very... <laughs> there's not a lot of sacred things in gaming. But one of the most sacred things in gaming is the phrase, it's gone gold. Right. You can always hang your hat on, it's gone gold. Even mm-hmm. if there's problems that need to be fixed in post, it's gone gold. Yeah. And, you know, CDPR, uh, they, they, uh, they said, fuck it. We're not, re- it's not ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just a lot of trust gone now, man. Like, how do you believe it's gone gold anymore? Like, there's always going to be that stigma of, is it really gold? Like, really? Yeah, that that meaning has... Well, uh, okay. Let's also be realistic on one front. This is probably outside of um, Take-Two, the people that make uh, Rockstar, the people that make uh, Grand Theft Auto, probably the only other company that could probably do something like this. Sure. Out of artistic integrity, I suppose, or, like, just the game working correctly. 
Because no. I don't feel like EA would hold it back. I feel like they'd launch no, that EA shit. EA would definitely let that bitch rock. <laughs> yeah, we're, you're getting this FIFA. I don't care how many bugs are in it. It's got to come out August 15th. I'm we'll sorry. Fix that shit and post eat shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> buy this game that you're going to buy every single year. But see, this these games release usually... Um, they you have to expect their... that from EA, though. Exactly. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's unprecedented on a lot of fronts, man. It's just because nobody else can really afford to do that. You know, like uh, weeks outside, it's like no. Nah, most companies, I feel like, would just let it right. It is what it is. We're gonna eat shit. Hopefully, we don't get destroyed in the reviews or uh, from consumers, and uh, we'll just work on making it up, uh, making it up to them. Um, this is a really unique situation we find ourselves here with Cyberpunk. And I'm personally, I'm for, they could delay it as much as they want. We're obviously super close to a finalized version of the game, right? Especially if they've only delayed it a little under a month. So, I mean, that's cool for me. And and the other reason why it's cool for me, because I don't have a next-gen console. So it can wait. It can wait as long as, all these games can be released when I actually get a a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. What's up with that pre-order? I don't know, man. Dude, this is bullshit. <laughs> the only time was like that week, week and a half, that it was available for pre-order, and it's been nothing since then. Dude, nothing. This is, this is a very strange year for pre-ordering anything, because first it was the RTX 30, 3000 series from NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. That was just a complete debacle, yeah. and I hope they lose money from it, because that was just <laughs> awful. Yeah. And then there was the PS5, which was... It wasn't bad, but it was also like, dude, you, you had to have your finger on the button. Like, I told my fiance who wanted to buy me a PS5 for Christmas, hey, babe, the PS5s are going on sale today. And she's like, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll just buy them when they come out. I'm like, no. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. Like, yeah. they're going on sale right now. You need to buy it. And I had to buy them. I, I had to buy it myself. And she got pissed at me for that. She was like, what the fuck? I was going to get that for Christmas for you. And I'm like, babe, if we didn't do it right now, we would never have it. Like, yeah, I'd be waiting until 2028. Yeah, you'd be like me, dude, where it's like I I'm fake prioritizing other parts of my life, not because I want to, like, do better in life, but just because I don't have next gen at my house. And I'm not going to think about that shit. Yeah. And I'm not going to have next gen for quite some time, bro. So uh, right now I'm playing uh, Sekiro and it's bugging the shit out of me that I'm playing on something, I know the game's not running at a full 60 frames. <laughs> you know, I know it's struggling. I can see it when I'm playing it. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to play this game anymore. Like, I want to play it on next gen, you know? I want to play it on a high frame rate, you know, high resolution. The and, way it was meant to be played. Yeah, man, and be able to load up spots real quick. Oh, my God, dude. I just want that for every game now. It's, it's crazy. Ever since they showed these videos about things loading up super fast and running at a high frame rate... I'm just losing it, man. I'm like, I got to play everything at a high frame rate. What have I been experiencing? This console is so goddamn old. It, like, it is, oh my man. god, you've been, you've been this, it's, bamboozled. The, it's the only, it's the only thing in my house that is this old. To be honest with you, <laughs> dude, dude, honestly, dude, I have a drawing pad that's newer. Like, and I feel like I've had this for quite some time. You know, goddamn, and my PC is like less than a year old. Um, this fan I got, got here. A nice PC too. <laughs> I know, and and this fan I got here is four years old max. You know, it's it's crazy, dude. Like, you know, as good the, as anybody. The, PS, the PS4 is just outliving. Uh, it's it, it's outlived its worth. Yeah, and you just think about it, like, man, you get rid of everything after about mm, five to six years, especially it like TV console and, and like. Yeah. But but coming from a console standpoint, a person that's been supporting consoles since forever, um, you don't really think about it. You're like, oh, that's normal, you know? Like a console's lifespan is like seven years or something like that, uh, five to seven years. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's normal. But, you know, ever since I got myself a, a PC and I've been regularly upgrading myself uh, every few years... You know, I, I keep thinking about it, and I'm like, man, consoles really are holding back the progression of video games. Because um, you have to wait, you have to wait for the new hardware yeah. that might be able to run your game the way you wanted it to be run. 
it's also because that's where the consumers are, you know. So as True. much as PC is amazing and fantastic at doing great things with video games, it's not going to get pushed to that level until consoles kind of, I guess, integrate a way to be able to update itself in a similar fashion that PC does. And that's going to be on the console publishing companies who decide if they want to make PC comparable machines uh-huh. cost effective. We're not talking about do we want do they want to make them good enough cuz they'll totally do that if but they'll also charge you an arm and a leg. Well, I'll tell you what. I feel like with the breaking of that embargo and all the information we've gotten with the Xbox Series X, I think we're closer to the spectrum than we've ever been before of a PC level console, or at least something that could take advantage of a lot of the stuff that PC has had for quite some time now. And that is part of the reason why, um, oh, to add to the cyberpunk thing and bring this full circle is they stated the reason why it's not getting released is because it itself is getting a hold back by current generation consoles that it is not up to par. And when they said that they were making this game for PS4 as well, I was oh. like, why? I remember when yeah. they said that. Because I was like, I thought this was a strictly, I don't understand how this game's going to even work on a PS4. And I feel 30 like, FPS. <laughs> last, probably, bro. Somebody's yeah. going to do a video and they'll be like, Jesus. This is bullshit. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. I have to pause real quick because I hear somebody crying and I got to go to the bathroom. Okay. But gotcha, this is gotcha. a good way to segue into the next topic. Give me a moment. Cool. So you actually bring up something that I've been wanting to talk about for a very long time in regards to Cyberpunk 277. But it also extends to other games that mm-hmm. might get the similar treatment of being on previous platforms and the upcoming current gen. And that's the fact that how are you actually going to sell that stuff to people mm-hmm. who have to play it on the old gen, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that just feels like y- 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 there's going to be a little bit of disingenuousness there. There's going to be a little disingenuous. I don't know the word for it. There's going to be some lying going on. There's going to be some fibbing. Well, the know? way that, that they've gotten around that is is that they have like a package deal where if you buy this game last gen, you get the free upgrade. Um, but... Why would I do that, though, is, is is the thing that I'm having a hard time kind of making sense of. Like, why in the world would I buy Cyberpunk 2077 on PS4 when even just from the evidence of what I've seen other games can do in next gen, I would put myself through some masochistic shit by buying PS4 Cyberpunk. You know? I mean, I'll tell you straight up. I played Final Fantasy 15 on PS4, and that shit ran like crap. Yeah, I saw I mean, this shit on an Xbox One. I saw it on PC. I'm like, that's the way it's supposed to look. Did it really run better on Xbox One? On the uh, on the Xbox One Pro, I think, or the the Xbox the the, the Pro version of the Xbox One. It let it go in 60 FPS. And oh, PC okay. version was obviously just PC version. Yeah. But my point is, is that um, like it, it, I never at any moment believed in the in the success. Of a PS4 and X, well, maybe Xbox One, but not a PS4 mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 27.7. It was just going to push the hardware too hard. It was going to be a horrible time for people who were stuck playing on that console. It was basically just a, you should buy a PS5 commercial for 60, 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know who else is eating absolute dog shit because of this same exact thing? Can you recall? Pretty big game. Pretty big game. And we're talking about because it's on both generations? Yes. It's 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 in the notes. It's in the notes? T- take, t- take a guess. Let me take it's a guess pretty in big. the notes. It's pretty it's big. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Let's see. We're talking about... Just guess, man. Go with your Spider-Man? guess. Spider-Man? Halo, dude. Halo. Wait, 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 wait. Halo? Yes. Halo has a component that is going to be on Xbox One. It has a version that's going to be on Xbox One. And people suspected that that's the reason why the graphics don't look like it's pushing next gen that far. Oh, my God. I actually, okay, so I actually did not know that. I didn't yeah. think that they were that stupid. 
<laughs> you know, no, I, dude. I, I'm I mean, sorry. I'm sorry, dude. That's the only way to describe that. But there's this is having some serious ramifications. Um, because there's it's funny because everybody kept saying leading up to this next gen next generation, right? It's like, oh, it's not gonna be that big of a leap from generation to generation graphically like um other uh consoles were right but the things that were they're not taking into consideration is is not just graphically it's performance wise i think we're becoming more and more um receptive or or visually being able to take in the fact that a lot of these games are not running correctly so you you remember what they did with the ps3 right where they would announce games for PS3, and then they just wouldn't come out. And then towards the end of the PS3's life cycle, they said, hey, by the way, that game we announced for PS3, it's now coming to PS4. And everybody hated that. But Cyberpunk, they were (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But the companies were protecting the product by doing that. Yeah. And for some reason, this generation, they're like, we're not going to do that this time. We had great reasons. We had every reason in the world to do that the last three fucking times. But this time, we're not going to let you down. You're going to get Cyberpunk 27.7 on your fucking PS4. You're going to get Halo Infinite on your Xbox One. And it's going to be it's gonna be complete dog shit. But you got what you wanted. Yeah, it's, it's just not a worthwhile venture. I mean, in hindsight, obviously, right? Like, Who's going to buy that? I, I think we, you and I probably had similar sentiments of like, that doesn't seem like a good idea, but especially after the fact of seeing what's going on right now and what's happening specifically to Halo and uh, this kind of crazy delay at the last hour, not even the last hour because, you know, it went gold. It went gold, so it was over. It was over. There's no such thing as the last hour anymore. Up. They were packing up their desk, dude. You know, the people that were really upset about Crunch and all this other stuff must be losing their fucking minds. I'm like, They're what? Like, oh, Crunch Part Two! Oh my god, dude, Part Three, bro. It's like, <laughs> it's like, man, 22 more days of this shit, and this. <laughs> oh my god, I feel uh, bad for those guys. I, I legit feel bad for that staff because I know they were probably the most ready for that game to be done. But and and I don't know. Hmm. Who was in charge of logistics and time and time management? But for whatever reason, they did not include the testing of the game on all six, nine platforms. And that's why they had to delay it. They were like, oh, yeah, we game's done for PC. Yeah. Dude, the <laughs> other crazy part is apparently the development team didn't find out about the delay until they read it on Twitter. That's what I'm saying, dude. That was shit was like they was ready to go. On vacation. Now, yeah, you talked about breaking embargoes. You talked about breaking NDA. And this game did not escape that. I see it on the notes there. I see it in the outline. I got to bring it up. Okay. Because you showed it to me. And that was the first time I had ever saw that, vi- I saw that image. Uh-huh. I saw that video. So, there is apparently, I can't confirm it. It does I'm not sure if it's real, but. We're reporting on it. We're reporting on it. Well, we'll just report that this thing exists. Yeah. There is a image of someone loading up the menu screen for Cyberpunk 27.7 alive on social media, which means it's probably all over Twitter. It's all over Facebook. It's all over Reddit. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and the caption above it says, a recent build of Cyberpunk 27.7 leaked online a few hours ago. Leaked online, which means it's out in the wild already. Apart from a few crashes on startup, it's playable now. Yeah, fuck it. Run it. <laughs> Run it, dude. Run it. Run that shit, so, bro. PC and, and, PC for life. And this is the PC version, I would imagine, because there is a PC in the background of the image. Now, yeah. I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, so I would imagine that the delay has got nothing to do necessarily with the fact that they did not test all six versions of the game. Yeah. They found a bug. That literally wouldn't let the goddamn thing start up. And that's pretty fatal. So I understand why they had to pull it back, you know? I don't know, Chris. This is sounding a little bit uh, conspiracy theory status. Uh, is Are we in the section of the show where we get that Mix off? It well, up and just no, it. where you get Because that's your thing, bro. That's that <laughs> is my thing. I'm just going off of what I see here. Uh-huh. So I'm just saying if that's what is the case, I totally get it. 
but fuck, <laughs> you know, that that's just how, how these things happen. These things happen. As someone who's worked for QA for Sony yeah. in the past, I know that sometimes you release a game and just you miss one. Uh-huh. One of them gets by and, and it could be a pretty big ass bug, you know? Yeah. And you got to fix it in post. You got to release the game and then suffer the slings and arrows of the fans until you can fix it. And I get it. The first impression is gone. Mm-hmm. And you never get it back. And so in that in that respect, I totally understand if a team at any moment before release of the game pulls the brakes. It says, no, we're not going to release it this way. Some people are going to say they've lost hype for the game and... You know, they were, it was going to happen one way or the other, man. Nah, I th- you know, I think some of that is bullshit. Lost hype for the game? I don't think so. If you're already committed to getting the game, you're still going to get it. Uh, yeah. I don't Between know. you and me, yes, yeah. I agree. But some people are saying they've lost hype for the game because of all the delays. And I'm like, okay, that's your right. You know, you're allowed to just not give a shit anymore. But... These companies are not interested in their first impressions just being terrible, you know? EA yeah. will let that shit roll. We were talking about it before the show started. EA will let that shit rock. You know, yeah. they'll be whatever. You bought it. We'll <laughs> fix it eventually. <laughs> Thanks for the money. But CD Projekt Red is, nah, we'd rather, you know, you at least enjoy the game first before you find it, before we find any issues that we have to fix later on. And, their press hasn't been 100% positive. Uh, they were on a roll for a long time with this game because everybody wanted to fucking eat this game's asshole out wrong. <laughs> That's uh-huh. the only way I can describe it, dude. Everybody yeah. loved this fucking game. It was like when they announced that you could assign your you could assign your own gender, you could fucking make modif- modifications to your fucking genitalia, people yeah. went fucking nuts for whatever reason. You know? Sold. Yeah. Fucking sold, dude. And they were like, we don't want to betray that hype. So yes, we are going to delay it, even though we got, like, even though we've got hit with the crunch fucking ban, with the with the crunch hammer. Everybody hates crunch. We had to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to comment on that because I'm not a developer, so I don't think I have any space to talk about that. But the press has been up and down because of that shit. So mm-hmm. they're thinking, well, the last thing we need is for this game to be released, and it's fucking unplayable. And it's release. trash. It's trash. More you know? bad press of legitimately our bad game <laughs> yeah like that is just something like i don't think they would survive that this isn't even an opinion at this point it is trash yeah dude look at fucking bioware with fucking uh with fucking um anthem oh that's right yeah yeah they, they're recently made a post talking about how they're gonna update that but but that that game came out and just got ripped it Buried them, dude. Like yeah. they've done so much goodwill. It looks sick too. It looked amazing. Well, yeah. the, the original looked amazing. The, the the actual release looked like shit. They actually <laughs> downsized it so much. Yeah. I was I was actually pretty pissed about that. And I'm playing on PC, so there's actually no reason for them to actually downscale it. But that's another topic for another time. Mm-hmm. The problem I had with it was that when. I don't play a lot of Bioware games. You know, I never played Mass Effect. I didn't play Dragon Age. Yeah. I didn't play uh, Soldiers of Star Wars, The Old Republic, or whatever, the Sotor, or whatever they called it, right? Uh-huh. But I know that that's what these guys hang their hats on yeah. as a legacy. Uh-huh. And it only took Bio- it only took Anthem to bury them. <laughs> it only yeah. took Anthem to bury them. They killed it every time. But Anthem released. And Anthem was, like, basically their their baby project. This was an experiment for them. This an was, MMO. This was supposed to last quite some time. This was supposed to be on like Destiny level of like we're going to support yes. we're going to support this game for quite some time. And yeah, it was basically another looter shooter, but that I mean, people will like that or not, but that wasn't the problem really. It's just that the game didn't fucking run right and there was a lot of aspects of the game that weren't it was present not fun yeah. it was repetitive as hell they like all mm-hmm. the cool things that they showed us in the previews but that was it that was literally it <laughs> yeah those previews look sick as fuck uh the people playing it are liars <laughs> those those actors that they hired to have those combos of like oh yeah i'm about to go underwater now guys here i go make sure my exhaust vents are covered because i don't want to get trapped down here Whatever, you know. 
uh, like anybody actually talks <laughs> I remember like that. that shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That was like, well, thank thank God. Hopefully, they reset that whole way of presenting things at E3 after pandemic years lift up. But yeah, dude, like, it only took that game mm-hmm. to push them underground. And every time these guys tried to say anything, people just shit on them. They're like, "Fuck you, fuck Anthem. Anthem sucks." And I'm like, these guys made Dragon Age. They made fucking Mass Effect. It's all gone. It's all gone. Yeah. Well, you know. Not to be on the doom and, and gloom side. Uh, funny thing is, I mentioned it before. They made a post, and they're going to be going forward with the 2.0 version and try to rectify a lot of the problems that they had with the game. I'm, I'm excited ho- for that. I'm hopeful for that. I, I hope it's great. I will definitely give the game a shot if it gets good reviews and people recommend it. But until then, I mean, I'm not on board. But that's good to hear. Um, and... You know, I'm sure Cyberpunk will be a great game, and it's unfortunate that it got delayed. Right. Um, but I say we move on to a more positive side. We already talked about uh, Spider-Man just looking amazing, um, and it that is an exclusive. Uh, one of one of the uh, big uh, detractions about Next Gen has been there's not a, a lot of good um, exclusive titles on the on these consoles, and um, uh, Spider-Man looks amazing. I think we, we can all agree that that game yes. looks great. But another game that just keeps knocking my socks off, bro, every single time I see it, is Demon Souls. They recently released a trailer uh, showing different aspects of the games in a few boss fights. And oh my god, bro. If, if the low times alone didn't get me excited for next gen... This game, I'm just thinking like, wow, you can make a game look like this. Wow, you could load into the next screen that fast. Wow, you know, the particle effects. Oh, my God. Like, that trailer was amazing. It doesn't, like it, it doesn't look like it pulled any graphical punches. That's what no, I No, it doesn't, sequence. you know. And I think that's amazing for home console that you know anybody can just buy and pick up and play and i'm so happy that people will be able to experience that mm-hmm. you know and this isn't and this isn't e3 showcase this is not a trade show showcase where no. we would normally see this on the big stage and we think wow that looks amazing holy shit <laughs> we're in the future and then the game comes out and it looks like fucking mr potato head <laughs> this is a game that's coming out in a few weeks bro yeah that's crazy, man. I'm feeling good about it, you know. And this, I, I, I don't play those games. I don't play Souls. Yeah, me games. neither. And I looked at this and I was like, you know what? This actually looks pretty dope. And it's not just because of the gameplay. I mean, the gameplay looks cool too, but it's just like I'm really happy that I can get a similar experience from my console that I could from my high powered, high end PC. Mm-hmm. You know, not maybe not not as nuanced, you know, because there's there's a little bit more beef in the pc but uh-huh. at the same time it's just like i'm glad that i will be able to play this and not really feel like oh shit i'm getting a, a lesser experience from this i'm just slumming it you know fucking ruffians all around me you know yeah and and the thing is is that that is exactly what next gen is doing to current gen um if you think that you get that feeling with pc imagine what people who have an older console are going to feel like and i feel like fucking tops yeah, and I feel like these two games, Spider-Man does have a PS4 component, which, again, I hate to be a drag, but it's just like, <laughs> why? I, 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 me, personally, why? I just cannot justify the purchase of buying a game that I know is going to exist at a much better capacity on next-gen. I just can't. I'd rather save my money and buy next-gen and get it whenever I get it and there not is gonna play be that a caveat of, There's going to be a caveat of that upgrade, I imagine, though, right? It's not going to be like you just get the PS5 version of Spider-Man for the price of the PS4 version. Uh, we, we talked about it on the last podcast, and basically um, that's another thing we haven't talked a lot about is pricing, but it may, it may not. But re- regar- like- regardless, it's, it's just the fact of, like, if you could tell somebody... If I could give anybody advice, I was thinking about getting the current Spider-Man. I'll just say, wait until you can afford or secure next gen. Because Demon Souls and Spider-Man look ridiculous. Specifically, Demon Souls looks like the only game I've seen um, that's been showcased that 
visually, graphically, looks next gen as fuck. Like, um, beyond load screens or whatever, yeah, that looks super next gen, like, in the way that it works. And uh, the frame rates and stuff like that. But this, visually and graphically, looks ridiculous. I've, I'm, I'm stunned at the only the only the, thing the I'm expecting the only, the only game I'm expecting to kind of compete on that level with it and it's like a similar type of game is Final Godfall. Fantasy no well no <laughs> Final dude damn wait wait until I will wait until I see that trailer in 60 FPS I'm sorry I am too fucking old and too fucking knowledgeable in Final Fantasy history uh-huh. to play another fucking 30 FPS Final Fantasy game fuck them I don't okay. care if it's for cinematic effect. I will not play another 30 FPS Final Fantasy game. Well, I was ju- I was only comparing it because it didn't look that impressive to me. When, uh, that I, I mean, I, I'm going to say, yeah, it, it, that was the other thing. I, yeah. I like I Final Fantasy, but the idea of it becoming a full action game and just, you know, it should definitely be in 60 FPS in that respect. Uh-huh. Um, I, 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 It just doesn't do it for me, you know? Uh-huh. But... There is a game that when I was watching that Dark Souls video and I was so impressed with the way they presented it and the way the game looks, I'm thinking like, dude, if it looks like this, I wonder what Godfall looks like. Uh-huh. I haven't seen any real Godfall footage yet. I've seen like beginner level shit, you know, or they go to the tutorial missions and they run some quick battle clips and whatnot. Yeah. But I haven't really seen the nitty gritty of Godfall yet. And, and it's supposed to be like a looter shooter or a looter slasher. So right, this right. was not necessarily meant to be for PS4. This was something that the company was developing to compete with games like with like Destiny, like Anthem, you know, PSO2. This is going this was already going to be an entry into that realm. And so I want to know hmm. what that looks like at a full, you know, at, at a at a complete level. And and it's kind of weird that I can't see that because it's being released not only by on PS5, but it's going to be on PC also, and it's going to be released by Epic Games. And I figured that Epic Games would be like, fuck it, we want to show as many trailers as possible for our own looter shooter. Like, what's the holdup, boys? I would just say it's very telling. Um, my, in my opinion, I'm not excited for that game. Uh, and you I, might be right. I don't think that that game is going to be pushing anything it, it it does look nice but demon souls is on a whole nother level when if you look at the trailer right now go there's footage of godfall right you can yes. look at the footage of godfall and you could look at the first trailer that came out showing gameplay of demon souls to me it doesn't hold a candle to that game and i will just say that the the way they presented that Demon Souls game was the way I want them to present the Godfall footage. Godfall footage is basically just an MTV music video where it's like, bam, bam, explosions of rock music, you know? Mm-hmm. But the Demon Souls video was just straight up, we're just going to run you through some content. We're just going to run you through some early content. And then mm-hmm. you're going to fucking die at the end of it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I, re- I really dug the trailer. I got really high hopes for Demon Souls, which is a PS5 exclusive. And if you really think about it, most console releases had pretty shitty exclusives on launch, save for Nintendo probably, which, I mean... Oh, yeah, because everybody wants to buy a Mario. And there's, well, there's never been a Zelda on launch, I think. There has, uh, Breath of the Wild. But technically, that's, oh, that, that's was, right, yeah. that was that uh, was a transitional game because that came out before on oh. Wii. On Wii. So, Wait, really? kinda, dude, that's how long it's been. Jesus, kind of unfair, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my Super Mario sixty four is probably the only super legit launch title that was like what the killer app. Yeah, I mean that blew everybody well, away. Well, well there's also Sonic Adventure. You know? Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Come yeah. on, don't remember get, out of here, get out of here. Dude, right. he got the hey, hey, snowboard hey, and everything. Come hey, on. Bro, Every we, Sonic fan stop. nutted when he got on the snowboard. Hell pockets, you need to cut it out, bro. We let you talk about Godfall, and now you're bringing up this trash. <laughs> Tell you, Sonic the Hedgehog is due for a rebirth, man. Oh, I'm sure, of, I'm sure of that. Yeah, for sure. Um. <laughs> That'll be a next episode. I have like a whole list of things I could yell at Sega about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... 
that I mean that pretty much covers uh, a lot of the stuff that's happened between the uh, the last episode and now. Uh, besides a few more tidbits that have come out of the overall battle between uh, like content <laughs> what vultures I don't know <laughs> like con- <laughs> content securing content for their platforms uh, uh, not even just for PS5 or anything like that but just in general you know um, so Chris what's happening with Sony man what are they trying to look towards purchasing so I, I I I honestly was I was scratching my head at this because uh-huh. um, Microsoft me recently spent like seven billion dollars on Bethesda. Yeah, like it was fucking egregious, uh-huh. ridiculous. And so everybody was asking, well, what is Sony going to do? What what is, what is Sony? What is the big acquisition that Sony is going to make that is the answer to this. And I'm not saying that this is that acquisition, although at the same time, I can kind of see how it might be a response to that. But Sony recently uh, decided they were going to buy Crunchyroll, the mm-hmm. anime distributor of Weeb America, because it's I say Weeb America because Funimation isn't for weebs. It is for casuals. <laughs> Crunchyroll is for weeb connoisseurs. That is for the people. $957 million goes to Crunchyroll. I know a guy who worked for Crunchyroll. They used to be upstairs from my job. Each one of those guys is basically a millionaire now. <laughs> I should hit him up. He owes me money. Um, I I can't say that this is a, that much of a head scratcher when you view it as a Sony Entertainment purchase. Right, and that's what I was trying to get at, yeah. Yeah, like if it's something where you look at it as like, oh, why is PlayStation purchasing Crunchyroll? That would be kind of that would be kind of weird. But yeah. this is Sony. They make TVs. They release movies. They are a multi-faceted uh, uh, company. Yeah. Um, but I will say, anime and gaming do go pretty hand in hand. That's pretty much one for one. And this is not Sony's first big anime distributor. Uh, acquisition. Mm-hmm. They also acquired Funimation. When? This was a couple of years ago. This I is why a lot of show because uh, maybe three or four years ago, Crunchyroll mm-hmm. and Funimation entered into a partnership, and a bunch of Funimation shows that were like more action oriented, like Ronnie Kenshin and you know Shonen Jump shit, mm-hmm. uh, started appearing on Crunchyroll. So that people could watch on any pla- either platform and vice versa. Yeah. And then Sony bought Funimation, and that was the end of that. They pulled a lot of shit. Basically, they pulled everything except for uh, uh, Kenshin and Dragon Ball Super. Wow. Um. Although I don't, I don't know if Funimation ever. I, I mean, they did, but they didn't. They probably sold. That was a different contract, basically. But now Sony owns. Both of these platforms which effectively means they own anime in America. The major anime distributors in America are now under Sony. The biggest anime distributor that is legal is now uh, Sony is now attempting to purchase. And yes, uh, this is a really, really, really big deal. Uh, not specifically related to consoles of any sort or gaming. But there has been a lot of struggle to secure content of whether it be TV shows, music, um, all the sorts. All these streaming services are trying to lock something down, you know, or creating their own platforms. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, and I, and I got to say that uh, if trying to secure platforms is the name of the game here, they definitely yeah. beat the shit out of Microsoft. Because one thing that Microsoft could not do, and we saw this happen in real time, and we saw it fucking crash and burn yeah. in real time, was secure a platform. They created one, yeah, and it crashed and burned. Are you talking about Mixer? I'm talking about Mixer, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That was supposed to be there. Like, we have our own streaming service, and we, you know, you can advertise on this. This is our baby. Yeah. And they lit it, they torched it. They're like, hey, it's not making enough money. Get it out of here. Send them to Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, Ninja. We'll see you next time. And he's back on Twitch. He's uh, back on Twitch, you know. But meanwhile, uh-huh. Sony's thinking, like, well, 
People are watching anime on Funimation and they're watching original content on Funimation. People are watching anime on Crunchyroll and they're watching original content on Crunchyroll. I bet you these motherfuckers would love if we had some exclusive fucking content on both of these platforms. Somebody should uh, make that meme of um, it. While you were over here trying to secure Bethesda, I was over here studying the blade. The blade, baby. <laughs> the reverse blade. Yes, the reverse blade sword. <laughs> While you were trying to make video games, I was thinking, how much better can we do in securing these platforms that Microsoft has failed time and time again? Because, dude, Microsoft has had the hardest time on securing anything japanese related or at least making it work <laughs> for their platform it's because they they were looking in the wrong direction i actually think that microsoft if they were serious about securing anything japanese related they should have not looked for video games they mm. should have looked towards visual media they should look towards anime movies whatever just get your foot in the door get your name attached to a popular japanese ip and mm -hmm. then fucking throw it in halo you know, <laughs> yeah. Throw it in the event the the Microsoft version of Avengers, in the Xbox version of Avengers. Throw that random fucking connection you have into event Avengers. You know. Yeah. Imagine if they bought the company that created Attack on Titan. <laughs> they'd be like, like, we're gonna put they put Attack on Titan in Avengers, dude. Are you telling me that wouldn't sell? I don't care. Be like, it's oh. wild as fuck. It's weird, but it would sell. All right, PS5 owners, you guys got Spider-Man? Well, we got the dude on One Punch Man. The bald guy, what's his name? Saitama? Saitama? Saitama, yeah. dude? If they hit Microsoft, what? <laughs> Show the fucking Shueisha? Rap. I mean, they got the money, bro. But here we are, buying Bethesda. Anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to like wake everybody up in the house talking about that, dude. Like, And, and they have the money for it. They have the money for it. They could have spent that money. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Oh, anyway, continue. Well, well, continue. Well, um, yeah. I, I just think the future is really telling, man. I mean, these companies are working overtime trying to secure their futures. Um, recently, I don't know if you're aware of this service, but Quibi just – and it, its services either real soon they're not they're gonna cease to exist and I gotta say, that's, that's too bad yeah it, it is too bad um but it's not the first time we've seen companies or services like this come and go i mean they spent so much damn money you know what what i think about with this services it reminds me of the fire festival i don't know if you ever watched that documentary <laughs> but it's like they spent all this money to secure like super legit people or i don't even know if they actually spent the money but i know somebody somebody got gotcha. this money right and quibi had some like high quality uh assets and i'm like damn some, dude. Of, that, some of that content looked really fucking cool and i'm never gonna watch it because i'm not gonna pay for that service but just looking at it it looked pretty legit and expensive especially for a brand new streaming service so um. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what it was because they first advertised it as like an answer. It was supposed to be a replacement for fucking, uh, um, uh, Vine. Was it? Because they were like, yeah, there was like some shit like you, uh, you, you got nothing to do right now. Watch a quick Quibi or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was supposed to be not like Vine, but um, another form of uh, like highly produced content. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and then they started buying official content and making movies, and then it became Netflix. Basically, yeah, they became another form of Netflix, which is like right now is like the worst time to be doing stuff like that. I mean, there's ironically, ironically, <laughs> yeah, there's just so many different platforms, bro. I feel like I'm back to paying for cable again. I was saving money for some time, and now um, the subscription prices are getting pretty high. And it's like and there's damn. a lot of subscriptions, man. Like you gotta yeah. have HBO Max, you gotta have Hulu, gotta have Netflix, gotta have Tubi. Tubi wants you to play pay money now. The <laughs> the free service says, you know what? If you paid money, you get even more weird ass movies you never heard of. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, I'm subscribed to Discord Nitro. I have too many. You. Too many 9.99 subscriptions. Oh man! It sounds cheap, but when you have like eight of them, 
Yeah. That's still $72. Dude, PC Master Race never had to pay for a PSN or Xbox Live. Right, <laughs> I'm just saying. I bought a fucking Game Pass. And I don't even I didn't even buy, I didn't even get anything for it. I was like, I bought it and I saw what I was available. I, was like, I don't even play these games. <laughs> but holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that was me looking on Steam for like Halloween sales. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna buy this game I'm never gonna play. Sure. It's two dollars, man. Yeah. Although sometimes you do run across some pretty cool stuff doing that. Um, but yeah, man, I I think Quibi, unfortunately, just is a it's a sign of the times, man. Where there can only be one. There's going to be a Highlander incident. This this goes into to bring this full circle and taper off uh, this episode. It goes into the whole thing of like these exclusives and what what content are you gonna have for your console and everything like that. Those things still matter, probably matter more than they ever have. Actually, now that I think about it, um, you know, and and that's what it's like for all these platforms, whether it be for your console, your gaming console, or your streaming service. Like everybody's trying to secure that exclusive show that's doing great or something that already has a name behind it. Um, yeah, the fight for supremacy on these platforms is getting ridiculous. But you know what, Chris? I think, I truly do think this, that we as consumers are winning. Oh, uh, 100%, dude. Except for getting pre-orders for the PS5. So Except for getting pre-orders. Fuck pre- dude, y'all. I can't even get a pre-order for Xbox Series, dude. I don't yeah. know why everybody's tripping on PS5. I can't even get an Xbox you got Logan Sama out here shitting on Xbox talking like nobody wants that shit. Like, I can't even fucking I find a w- place to buy it. I wouldn't mind, is all I'm saying, because I'll try to run these uh, games that run better on there. Right? I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm actually really excited for that. Like, um, that's a big deal to me as a consumer. Uh, I'm as not sh- only a consumer, but someone who plays old games, and you and I exactly. play old games. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. And I'm not talking about, like, you know, Nintendo era. I'm talking about, like, Street Fighter Four. Like, if we could run Street Fighter 4 shit on that, we could run Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. I talk about this every episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are just so many opportunities that we just miss by not going with Microsoft as fighting game players. As fighting game players, we have done ourselves a disservice thinking that Sony would lead us to the promised land. And to current date, they haven't even announced if they're even supporting anything fighting game related. I still haven't seen the PS5 stick from Hori officially licensed well dude, no, you know they supported it's Xbox. they supported um street fighter 5 and king of fighters 14 and that went super good that went great super actually oh, duper good. sidebar addendum yeah. let's not forget that sony cut the cord from capcom because of that oh shit i forgot about that yeah they literally told them fuck off we're not footing the bill anymore. For what? Capcom Cup is going to have to go and do its own thing wherever the hell you decide to do it. And they ended up doing it in Vegas at the Esports Arena in Luxor. And, I mean, I had a good time because I love going to Vegas. But I can imagine a lot of those guys are thinking, fuck, this kind of sucks because I miss being in the big-ass arena. So let's outline this a little better. This will be our last topic for the episode. Um, So... Uh, Hellpockets and I are fighting game players for those people that watch this and don't know that we do that, but I would assume most of you guys do. Um, and there was a time early on in the PS4's life cycle where Sony was fitting the bill for a Capcom Cup, or at least a big, big sponsor. For they were basically giving up a spot in the venue for at uh, at PlayStation Experience, exactly. And it had a lot of good funding and things changed after a few years and now they are out yes um yeah so that's um, the scenario that, find yourself that's in the that. ba- that's the background of it and, yeah. and and everybody seems to believe that they will just jump back in bed with fighting games mm. with with capcom after that i mean i don't i don't know about you abe mm. but when i kick somebody to the curb like that and it that's it you know yeah, like, I, they already crossed me. I think the only game that has clout like that would be a Mortal Kombat game. And they never really fucked with Mortal Kombat like that. If anything, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat is building its own 
platform because that's Warner Brothers. And shout out to Roadrunner Records. Those guys are doing serious work building something we've really never ever seen in the fighting game community, which is a developer just basically outdoing the console creators, the, the console publishers. You know, granted, it is again Warner Brothers. They can they have the disposable income to do things like that. They fucking got Rambo. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the other thing is, is that you've never seen a symbiotic relationship quite like this ever. Uh, no, that also makes fighting games. So it's pretty crazy when you involve music and movies and all this stuff into the uh, thing that is Mortal Kombat and Nether Realm and what they can do with all those properties. So, I mean. Yeah. It's fast. It's it's honestly fascinating because these are things that we, you know, we were playing KOF 13 back in the day. The only thing we wanted was for S and K to just acknowledge that these are things that we were doing to promote the game, and if they cared enough to pay attention and possibly adhere to some of the suggestions, or even just uh-huh. look at some of the things that they they could witness, yeah. some of the things that were happening, maybe that would be enough for them to support it. You know, and we've come a long way since then. You know, we get support from SNK, we get support from Capcom, we get support from all sorts of companies. But Warner Brothers, NetherRealm Studios is on another level. Yeah, man, on another level. And I hope someday for us beloved fighting game uh, fans that we get to a certain level. Maybe we may never reach the level of NetherRealm and Mortal Kombat, but. Uh, some level of success. And I, I do think it's possible. And this is definitely... Oh, totally. What I'm about to bring up is definitely meant for another podcast. Um, but I'm just going to bring it up for a second. Um, all the things that are happening with the netcode are definitely a step in the right direction. Always, and 100%. Especially for new releases that could change the game. And like I said, that's a topic for a whole other podcast that we <laughs> we probably do uh next time i don't know we'll we'll see it's something we're definitely going to talk about very soon i do um, want to close up my statement yeah. on the capcom and sony situation you mentioned how they foot the bill for street fighter 5 and mm-hmm. they also foot the bill for kof 14 yeah capcom and sony as far as i mean it was public they discontinued their working relationship in a very public way but from as far as i know no one has told me. No one's made an announcement about it. But Sony and SNK have not had such a similar parting yet. So that could be a relationship that is still in play. Fingers crossed, man, is, is all I have to say. Um, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm very hopeful for all the things that we're talking about. I, I, I think once everything gets released, I think we're all going to be really happy. Um, I think we, so, too. We just don't know yet. Uh and we're not very far from the release date of the PS5, the Series X, and pretty soon we're going to get a pretty damn good idea of what next gen is going to be like. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be there to experience it because I don't have a pre-order or the influencer console. We, we, they missed us, one, bro. One day, baby. Dude, like maybe in like four us, or five bro. years we'll get a PS6 and... We'll be like, yeah, I can barely see the fucking dots in the screen because I'm old as fuck. We're definitely getting snuffed for KOF 15. I know it. That's going to oh be the dagger God. in Don't the heart. Takes it like it, dude. <laughs> I swear to God. If we get snuffed I, I will actually talk shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I will go off. Oh, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That we're going to call it a night for this episode. Um, thank you guys for watching. Chris, uh, you're fantastic as always, sir. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, if uh, if enough news gets built before the next episode, we'll do it. We'll do another one real soon. You know. I'm pretty sure we got plenty of stuff we can do. Just that came out in the last 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. All right, folks, you guys have a good night and catch us on the next episode. Peace.